Hey folks, welcome to another cast of Dabbling Dribbling. Before we begin, we want to make sure that you are following us on all of our social media platforms. We're Dabbling Dribbling wherever you go, specifically Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And wherever you listen to your podcast, check us out. Uh, we're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, Spotify, everywhere. Check Apple, us out. It's Apple gonna, CD players. CD players. Boom minis, boxes. Everything. We're in all the places. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a great and fun cast. It's been a while since we've talked to y'all and we talk about that. Uh, it was nice to chat with you on Wax. On so, Wax. Who's yeah. lovely. We talked about lots of different things. Um, what was the first thing we talked about? We talked about uh, Megan and Harry. <laughs> Megxit. Megxit. Of course. Megxit naturally. part two. That girl is running it. And Harry, he's a great accomplice. Yeah, the two I of them mean, together, they I make think, me real happy. I think it is a it is a dual decision that they made together. It's lovely. I love it. Um, Instagram putting out fake Im- or uh, putting out the the kerfuffle around fake imagery. Right. Starting to police those things. Yeah. I'm hoping that it 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 seeps to the Instagram models. Anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um and we talk a, a dab about um about Aaron Hernandez doc, the, the Aaron Hern- Hernandez documentary. Yeah. That's on Netflix, which I thought was quite interesting. Former NFL player. Yeah. Went through some troubles and no longer with us, but the yeah. documentary sheds light on how that came to pass. Perhaps. Potentially. Yeah. And like gives, gives you some, some food for thought. Mm-hmm. So we go right into basketball as per usual. Dame Dollar showing out and doing big things. Mm-hmm. Kemba Walker finally getting a W against... None other than the king. Only took him his whole career. Talk about Kyrie and some of his feelings. Oh. Yeah, we had a lot of thoughts on that. Yeah, we did. Um, And we talk about jerseys and all-star voting, which none of that is surprising. It's all pretty much just one person. Yeah, it's all yellow and gold. It's like gold and purple right now. So Mm -hmm. if you don't know what that means, you know now. Or you will after you listen to the podcast. Mm. Um, and we ended off, unfortunately, with some sad news about Delonte West and just putting some good vibes out there for our friend. Yeah. Um, hope, hope he's doing okay. Um, and our dope people, as per usual, were pretty damn dope. Yeah, good one. I really yeah. liked our dope people. Yeah, I agree. All right, friends, check this out. We hope to see you on the other side. What up, folks? Welcome to another episode of Dabbling Driven with Alex and Bry. Hey. It is episode number 94. Sounds right. Sounds about right. Um, we're excited to be here. Talk shop. I know we were MIA last week. We needed some Brian Alex time last week, which... My goodness. My God, we both needed it. <laughs> we. I came in Bry's door and I said... Essentially, I don't want to do this podcast today. <laughs> and she said, I feel the same. And, and it was, we, and I think the next thing you said, like, I think we need a therapy session. Yep. And I'm like, let's. And it was like. Thank you. Exactly what I needed. Mm-hmm. We spent time on bribe first. And then I switched the table. I was like, okay, now you wear a therapist hat. Now I'm going to lay down on your couch. <laughs> Which we did. We both lay down on my couch. Mm-hmm. And just like felt our feelings mm-hmm. i and really appreciate that of course i mean all for all, honestly forever and always there for you in that way mm-hmm. um but yeah no i just think like we needed it um and like that's it's the thing about like having 
you know, control and autonomy over something that you have creative power over. Yeah. Um, so having moments like, yeah, we're going to take this break because we need it. And so you're welcome for not a terrible podcast. Yeah. Cause week. honestly, I don't think it would have been that good. I think it would have been, been so sad. Yeah. I would have not been, I would have not been myself. Yeah. We wouldn't have been our best self. You know, and shout out to real therapists because those are great. Yeah. I didn't, I love mine. I went to mine. For the first time in five years, yeah, I didn't remember her name. I didn't remember her location. Yeah, this is like, yeah, you like did mm-hmm. a, a, a random, and it just right. happened to be the one you met five years ago. I walked through the door, and she's like, "I remember you." It's like, "Oh my god, you're that person." Yeah, she has great aromatics. Uh-huh. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like a good sensory uh, of my nose being stimulated. That's fantastic. I love it. But yeah, no, so we took a break last week because I think we needed it. Mm -hmm. Um, So why don't we start off this week with our Darkos and our LeBrons, our lows and highs. What was your low and what's your high for this week? Mm, My low is that it's Martin Luther King Jr. Day, not Martin Luther King Jr. Week. Facts. So I... Or month. mm -hmm. Like a full month for him. Full month of honor. We give one Monday to the man, and, uh, you know, that's as much as he he could get us. So I appreciate having the day off to celebrate him. The, the low is just that it was only one day. Yeah. I, I think it's worth more. But the high is that with that time off, I got to uh, spend time with my, my boo, cleaning the apartment, making things just right. Yeah. Just clearing out the clutter, both, like, digitally in my digital space and in my physical space. Love. Um, yeah, and also the willpower to walk past things like Popeye's chicken sandwiches. How do you and do that? I was in, where was I the other day? I was in, oh, I was in the Donut Pub. Oh, okay, yeah, the, yeah. Like Donut Pub, yeah. like, have you seen it? On, on Broadway? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's just racks and racks of colorful donuts. Yeah, it's beautiful. It looks so good. Yeah. I didn't even have one. I'm proud of you. You know what I had? I, I... had an apple cinnamon tea. Oh. I said they're drinking apple cinnamon tea. And afterwards, I left. Hours later, I thought, you didn't eat that donut. Yeah. Good for you. I do like their donuts there. They have cronuts there, too, like croissant donuts. I think I noticed, I think. There's just so many donuts. There's so many options. I got overloaded. I'm a, I'm a really plain, glazed kind of girl. I had those. They looked fine. Yeah. I thought I'd go to Dunkin' for that. That's two fifty here, and it's a dollar at Dunkin'. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, well, you're LeBron's and Darko's. My Darko, um, I could have used one more day to like do some of the things that I was doing this weekend because I had a really productive weekend. Of That's my LeBron of mm-hmm. like decluttering. You see that bag there? That's all clothes I need to donate. Mm-hmm. Um, just going through things. I, I have another closet I want to go through just to make sure um, a, a part of my closet. I want to make sure like, do I wear this? Have I worn this in the past six months to a year? If the answer is no... It's going away. Right. I'm going to thank it and say thank you for adorning my body. You're welcome. And giving me warmth or fashion sense. But uh, I'm going to keep it moving. Yeah. You know? No room for clutter. Yeah. I'm just like, I had a bunch of t-shirts from like college and stuff. Like I could have done something with it, like make a blanket or something like that. But I'm like, no, I'm good. Like yeah. I don't, 
I don't need these things. I, I we get a lot of free t-shirts generally speaking. I, I don't accept those free t-shirts. Um, except like the ones that I need to have, right. like for work. Then you That's have to all wear. I do. I wear it that one time. Yeah, and then I give it away. Yeah, I'm really doing the same thing. Ugh. Where I'm just like really decluttering and only putting things that I need and recognizing. All right, so like buy clothes that fit me well. Yeah. Buy clothes that are affordable and of good quality. And if I'm like, if I need something for an event or something like that, go to a thrift store, buy secondhand. Secondhand doesn't mean it's cheap or broken. It just means it's someone's worn it before. And it's for not sure. a big deal. Um, and be more economical in that sense. So I wish I had another day to just like process all of that and also rest. Cause like it took quite a bit out of me to do those things. Oh yeah. Um, so that was tough. Oh man, a million percent. Yeah. And so I could have like used like a day to okay. just sleep. I didn't feel well on Friday okay. because of all the things that I told you about in yeah. our pseudo therapy yes, session. Yes, yes, yes. I went to my real therapist on Friday. Yeah, yeah. Full disclosure, uh-huh. in case anyone hears this. Yeah. Uh, people are listening yeah, right I'm now. Yeah, like, we have a whole podcast. People are listening that's, that's right what, now. That's what people do. Uh, I had, so that means I had four days off in a row to, right. to patch myself together yeah. and clean up my space and do all that stuff. As I'm there on Sunday... Going through all of this, realizing this is my third day off, Mm -hmm. I thought, I need more days. And how have we as a society made it this far with only two days a week off? Yes. Can I tell you, this four-day work week is something that I think needs to be a real thing. What's happening? What cultures have... I'm going to look this up. What cultures have a work week that's three to four days? Probably somewhere in like the Netherlands. Norway, South America, probably. You think? Maybe, maybe, maybe. Spain because they I have like the Argentinians whole. I met some Argentinians like that. Yeah, I met some Argentinians who seem that way. Because I feel like I'm significantly more productive on like shorter week, yeah. shorter week weeks. Like the fact that I got three days off is sure. like, you know, pretty fantastic. But I think some things need to run, right? Yeah. Like in the city, yeah. I need MTA. I'm gonna try and find a job where I don't uh, <laughs> work more than one day a week. Great, great, The four-hour work week by... When you um, find it, let mm-hmm. me know. I'll let you know if they're taking applications. Yeah, let me know. The four-hour work week by Tim Ferriss. Mm-hmm. I've read that. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. Four-hour? Four-hour work week. He works four hours a week. Yeah. <sighs> Mostly by outsourcing things to other countries. Okay, I was about to say, I was like, I was like money how? that he has. I was about to say, like, how yeah. is that? Even today, I had at least seven hours worth of work. That yeah. I had to do. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, I yeah. had to sit and do. Oh, yeah. I worked all day. My butt didn't leave my chair. Yeah. I mean, my butt did leave my chair because I have a standing desk. So that's been really helpful. Oh, really? Yeah. I love my standing desk. It's I don't think I can do it. I love it. Mm-hmm. It's the best thing I've ever... And I what does it help you with? Um, One, it helps me, like, do squats and things, like, in between, like, every hour I do a little... I do, like, 10 squats. Mm-hmm. Just to get, keep, my, keep my body moving that's so cool. I'm not too sedentary. That's cool. Um, it actually helps with my back that I'm not like slouching down. Does it help posture? It helps my posture because I also have a uh, a mat underneath mm-hmm. where it's like the it's like the fatigue mats where like you stand on it and you're um, I like usually take my shoes off when I'm standing on it. Um, and it's it, like memory foam. Yeah, kind of. Sure. There's yeah, it's not memory foam. It's a little bit tougher than memory foam. Okay. Um, so that's help. That helps with like so that when I am standing, I'm not 
it's I'm not fatigued by standing for so long. Okay. So I'll stand for like an hour and then I'll put it down and I'll work for an hour. Mm-hmm. And I'll stand for another hour, maybe hour and a half, and sit for another hour. Standing and a half. for long periods of time is so tiring. Yeah, but it also I feel like I'm also really productive when I do that too. No, no, no I'm just saying for longer than what is productive. I'm just oh, saying yeah. if you had to stand for like ten hours straight. I mean, there's people who do that. Yes, that's what I'm saying. People who are soldiers and whatnot who stand for ten hours. People who work in the service industry that are yeah. on their feet. Like, my mom works, excuse me for the yawning, um, hence the tiredness. My mm-hmm. mom works 12-hour shifts as a nurse. That's and so she So, one, super hard. Um, and nurses and doctors are on their feet, or people in the medical field in general are on their feet 8 to 12 hours a day. Generally active. Generally active, yes. But if you are on your feet looking at a baby in a ventilator. Right. And you have like maybe three or four babies that you're looking at and they're all within the vicinity. You could potentially be, oh be on a chair rolling around. Yeah. But like that's not helpful. But you still have fatigue. Like it's if still I, fatigue in it. If I had to stand and do nothing for a long period of time. Oh, it's the worst. It's the worst. It is the worst. I feel for the people at um, Buckingham Palace in the oh, UK yeah. with their large heavy hats. Absolutely. And standing straight up. Well, well, yeah, that's my LeBron, my dark one, my LeBron. So just one another day, but I'm grateful for the fact that just like you, I was able to reorganize my life and get a lot of things rolling. I have a couple more things I want to do, but uh, it'll it'll get done this week. We will get done this week. Yeah, it'll be fine. Yeah, it'll be. It'll, the work will always be there. We, amen. Say the work again. will always be there. There you go. Yeah. Well, speaking of England, yes. Megan and Harry. Yeah. We talked about them last week. Yeah. They're in love. They're leaving. Yeah. So they... They chose to list it. They chose... <laughs> they chose to... That was good. They loved it, <laughs> but they're going to choose to list it. <laughs> love it or leave it. Um, so... They made that statement last week or two weeks ago. Uh-huh. And then Megan's like, bye. And oh, when- <laughs> can you remind me to tell you something about Megxit after we record? Yeah. It's, it's, you will find it very funny. Uh-huh. I think okay. someone, someone compared me to Harry recently. What? Or Megan. What? <laughs> I need your help to decode it, yeah. but I'll ask you off mic. Okay. All right. I can't... Uh- Okay, all right. I'm so like, my brain kind of I'm broke. confused based on the context, but anyway, Megan said bye. Megan said bye and went to Canada with Archie, mm-hmm. and um, the her Royal Majesty the Queen mm-hmm. of England asked for you know a conference essentially with with Harry and Charles and William to be like, what's up, dude? The uh, fuck is going uh, on? Yeah, well. <laughs> More or less, um, she they they did have an official statement from her highness um, about her royal highness. I think that's her royal majesty, her royal majesty, majesty or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. She, whatever yeah. the proper. I don't mean to be disrespectful. It's whatever the proper terminology no, of course, is. It's fine. Uh, Queen Elizabeth um, basically said, like you know, we support Harry and Meghan. We appreciate. Like it was a very lovely thing, but mm-hmm. it was also like, but also there's a lot of things we need to like iron out. Right. Um, details. Details that um, still this very complicated, all those different things. Um, and so Harry went on recently to some sort of event somewhere, I believe in Africa, maybe. My goodness. 
I'm yawning so much. My wow. God. Um, maybe, you should have your maybe, own story. <laughs> maybe <laughs> Africa. I'm sorry. I slapped myself, guys. Um, maybe Africa. Maybe it's another spot where she, he was like speaking to the crowd and he's like, thank you for loving um, Megan or things like that. Maybe it was in England, actually, now that I think about it. And he's like, I just had no choice. And so we we have to step down. So basically, the... the I had no choice. Yeah. Okay. The, like based on... I think what Megan and and harry wanted was like hey we still want to be part of the family obviously because you're never not really not part of the family but and we want to like support you all but we want our duties as royals to be reduced significantly and we want to specifically be financially independent like that was their biggest thing they don't want to take money from the people right uh to live the lives that they were living um soon after that meeting um the my understanding is that the the royal like um, folks that were working in their house in their castle that they were living in or that their home that they were living in in England were all dismissed and moved to other places. Mm-hmm. Um, and so starting the process of being financially, you know, whatever. And basically they're no longer supposed to be referred to as his royal highness mm-hmm. or her royal highness mm-hmm. um she really came in and did a number and they're still the duke and duchess of sussex right but it's not his royal highness blah, 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 blah. and i think prince harry is still prince harry yeah i think he can't erase i that don't think title. he can erase that title specifically it's, it's relative to his family tree. yeah yeah um but yeah the his royal the hrc hr H is his royal highness or her royal highness is removed officially. I feel like Kate Middleton once she was with William was probably like, I can't believe I found my Prince Charming. Mm-hmm. And Megan is like, forget that shit. Yeah. I, <laughs> I will never, I want you to be clear. I'm never calling you Prince. Right. But it, I, it's so interesting how like the internet has like taken on this, right? Like obviously England the folks in England have a lot of feelings about it, both negative and positive, and blame a lot on Meghan for, like, ruining the royal family and, like, how dare Harry choose his wife over his family and all these all these different things. Like, these... What I personally think is very, like, patriarchal, misogynistic viewpoints sure. that are negative. Sure. Because I look at this and I think wow, this man is choosing his wife and, and son mm-hmm. and wanting what's best for them mm-hmm. and wants to be financially independent because thinking about social justice and like how very passionate they both are about social justice work, mm-hmm. he's like, I don't want to do this kind of work taking the money from the people. Like, we can make our own money mm. and we can do our own thing. So I just I just look at all of this and I'm just like, so I'm so disappointed in people being like super disgruntled about a personal choice that they're making um it's not like he's abdicating from the crown it's not like he's next in line he's like bye see you later that's william's turn like that's what william does and that's what george is going to do um as far as like being the king but like harry doesn't need to do that there's like five people ahead of him right so i mean even if everyone died he still wouldn't be king no like it's just not it's there's not, there's so there's, many people ahead. Right. Yeah. Well, no, I I think he, the way it was explained to me is like he's not even an option. Yeah, because right now it's Charles, William, mm-hmm. George, the daughter. George is the son? Son of William. William, yeah, okay. George. George's younger sister. Uh-huh. 
I forget her name. Everyone does. It's fine. Uh, and then her her younger brother. Right. And then. Harry. Oh, if all of William's all children died, died, then, and then Harry. Okay, so he is in line somewhere. He is in line still, but it's 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 as though all, if all of them. That is, if they don't have any more children. That's some bullshit. Yeah, but he doesn't want it. No, I know he doesn't want it, but I'm just saying the way that they wrote this up, they said, we're going to give it to this, our son's son before we give it to our other son or daughter. Well, yeah, because that's... That it doesn't. It's, it's, a, it's just all lineage at this point. It's the oldest. <clears throat> you give it to the oldest. Yeah, I know, but if the oldest is not around, say he dies, mm-hmm. you, give, you it to give it to his son... Nah, bro, you got another brother. I mean, that's how Elizabeth's father became king. No, I know. Because I still, I disagree with it. Well, I mean, yeah, Doesn't but they didn't sense. have any kids. You could have very well. Let's say William became prince tomorrow or king, king. tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So let's the say queen and di- Charles died. Right. Let's say he dies five days later, something like yeah, that. Yeah, it goes to. How old is his son? Like five. Okay. Skirt what? Elizabeth was what like in her early twenties when she became queen. Yeah, but she wasn't five. No, I know, but she was one of the youngest. Yeah, I get that. Well, what I'm saying is, it seems like a broken system. If oh, you no elect shit. a five year old, elect you would appoint a five year old right. over this it's like other King son. King Tut. King Tut was like eight. Oh yeah, was... I remember. Yeah. Can't believe grown adults are taking advice from an eight year old. All right, yeah. that's fine. Just chill. Yeah. That's fun. All right. I'm sure there's uh, advisors and things like that. Like the queen mother would help or like, Eliz- like you know, Catherine would help or whatever. But good for them. Uh, I believe Harry is in Canada now with his family. Um, so we'll see what comes of it. But it's such it's such a buzz, such a buzz for people to talk about what's going on with Harry and his black princess. I'm happy. Well, I was going to say my mixed American princess. My mixed American princess. She's great. She's great. I'm good for Harry, too, because he's his own man. Yeah. Doing his own thing. Takes a black woman sometimes. I see. (laughs) I see. What else? What else is happening? Um, Instagram is hiding stuff. Hiding things. Specifically doctored photographs in which people use imaging or photoshopping mm-hmm. or uh, enhanced effects graphic effects mm-hmm. on photographs to make things appear real that were not really in camera wow so there's gonna be a lot of instagram models that are gonna lose their job oh did i say that <laughs> did i say oh. shoot did i say that out loud Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Including the Kardashians oh, with their God. with their photoshopping oh, ways. God. Hey, you know what? Oh. I am all about this. Can I say something? Just I'm gonna get on my high horse right now. Yeah, I'm please, on it. I'm please. on it. I'm on my saddle, pedestal. Saddle up. I'm on my pedestal. I'm in my soapbox. I am so grateful that growing up. I didn't have things like Facebook and oh Instagram oh, and Twitter. Oh my God. Say it again. Because I times. would be a mess. Uh, a truth mess. Truth to power. Have you looked around lately? <laughs> and like, on? I look at the students that I interact with, the people uh, that I interact with that are young, that I've always had social media. Yeah. My God, how warped 
their brain is of them their selves and i as a person follow certain um people that i think are really beautiful very um impactful in the world like very influential in various realms whether it be education mm-hmm. science sports fashion whatever and there was a point that i was following so many like fitness people yeah and so many like instagrammy just like beautiful women because mm-hmm. like i don't care what anybody say girls like women are beautiful like the yeah. woman like the female figure yes. is fine we're aware it's we're aware. it's lovely mm-hmm. um i follow more hot girls than i do all boys i mean well, just, yeah we're are, we're all like bones and and like elbows muscles and, and like Ugh. yeah we're very like <laughs> like angular yeah angular yeah yeah um so anyway uh and there was a point where i i think i even told you i started unfollowing a couple of people because i'm just like yo this is affecting my head right like i am looking at these people and i'm just like well why doesn't my body look like that why isn't my chin like that why isn't my neck like that why is it yeah and i'm just like you are 32 year olds sis sit down sit down you have no reason and so good for instagram for because this is the thing people are looking at these things and like oh that's what my butt should look like no sis she went somewhere to get her butt to look like that wait wait i okay i thought you were joking are they really gonna dis i thought they were doing it towards things that are like photographic artistry saying that's not really like a, a car floating underwater kind of thing you mean are they actually going my go understanding on some i think i think they're gonna go after people who are accentuating pieces of their body that aren't real well what about from um, plastic surgery well if it's plastic surgery that's whatever like that's it but you're not distorting the, the camera you distorted your body. I want to click through the barriers to see it. There's digital art. The photo first taken by... Okay, okay, okay. Ooh, I mean, that's how fun. I understood it as. Well, you know... Unless I'm incorrect in my true. assumptions. Uh, flagging digital... Just the ones that have been identified is fact-checking websites. So there's like a fact-checking aspect of Instagram now. The point being that they're going through to combat the spread of misinformation. I'm okay photography. with that too. So I, I, if it could be either one, we're waiting to see. I don't know yet. But either way, can Instagram, can you um, help make these Instagram models not be a thing? I feel like it, there's three ways you make money on Instagram. Mm-hmm. You either sell a product, affiliate marketing, you link it up for other people's stuff. Right. Or... It's like you, you sell a service, like you broadcast it right. on Instagram. Those yeah. are three ways. I don't know how Instagram models make money. So they make money, I think, in a couple of ways. The few that I have followed or know of that are pretty popular, mm-hmm. um, a lot of them got their start in music videos, like with Drake and like like video vixens, but like not the same way that it was like in the 90s. Mm-hmm. Um just like young girls, like barely 21. Sure. Using their very natural and curvaceous, curvaceous bodies um, to sometimes natural, sometimes most times not um, uh, to be able to um, to be able to do to get get work in the, sure. in the industry. And then from there. They will pair up with like a Fashion Nova, uh, Pretty Little Things, like those those um, 
those companies mm-hmm. will give that will send them hey you have you're a really beautiful girl all these females and men follow you here's this outfit where tag pretty little things tag fashion nova okay and so that's how they make money and then from there a lot of them are business savvy and will like create their own like bikini brand or their own shapewear or their own like loungewear or whatever so it's and affiliate so, marketing yeah it's affiliate it's mostly affiliate marketing and then they start doing their own thing too so there's many of them that are very like savvy as far as like their um their work is concerned okay um but it but it, it's also that's cool. Yeah. Happy but for him. Yeah, happy for him. Like, that's all. I, but I'm also like, it's really important to make sure people know that, like, all size is beautiful. Like, in all forms of, like, I know people who get, like, freaked. I was so, I'm starting to watch Euphoria. Okay. I don't it's know what an that HB, is. It's an HBO show. Okay. It's, it's It already happened, like, months ago. But I'm. This is a show I need to watch again. It's 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 a good show. Zendaya's in it. Zen who? Zendaya. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Did I say her name wrong? No, I know who Zendaya is. She was in the last movie I saw. Which was? The... <laughs> say words. Say words, Merch. Z- she's from the uh, Will Smith kid? No. <laughs> oh. Oh, buddy. <laughs> oh, Alex. What am I going to do with you? What, who is this child? This is Zendaya. Uh, oh, Little Mermaid girl? She's not in Little Mermaid. She's the new Little Mermaid? Is she the new Little Mermaid? No, maybe not. I could no, no, the Little Mermaid girl is um, Haley from you, Chloe and Haley. How do you remember these names? All right, go ahead. I mean, this is, she's stunning. Yeah, yeah she's pretty. But What's up? She, she plays a kid her junior or senior year in high school. Yeah. Um, and it's just like all the drugs, social media, like all, all these things. This is on Disney. This Disney is on. Plus. This is on HBO. <laughs> okay. Um, but it like I the, the first episode you're seeing girls be like, like literally talking about how their boobs look. Cup sizes. Not even just like cup sizes. Like are my areolas weird? Mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. like like that's not how what I see on porn or that's how what you know what I see on Instagram mm-hmm. or like. Like, and I'm sitting there just Third like... Third Love has half cup sizes, I learned. They do. They do. Um, but yeah, I'm just like... I was looking at all this. I'm just like, thank you, God, for creating me. Because I already have my own issues with myself and my body and who I am. Mm-hmm. I don't need another person to tell me or make me feel like what I am is not okay. Not right. Not inadequate, right? Not, like, it's right? not inadequate. Not yeah. This... this, this uh, I, there's a quote I heard. I forget who said it. I heard it last year sometime. Mm-hmm. Anxiety is the dizziness of freedom. Is the... Dizziness. Of oh, freedom. yeah, absolutely. The idea that there are many choices. Mm-hmm. And so when we were growing up, back in our day, <laughs> when we didn't have... All right, old fart. <laughs> when we didn't have social media, right, we only had so many perspectives yeah. that we could look from, and it was the people in our immediate communities. Yeah. We didn't even have Facebook. Yeah. So it was just... Our school, yeah. our neighborhood, your local community, spiritual or otherwise, right. that's all we had to compare ourselves to. Yeah. And now, the anxiety of freedom being the freedom of scrolling, searching, liking. Information's like literally boom. at the palm of your hand. I yeah. could do this or I could do that. Or right. 
you could do five million things. Get your butt bigger. Get your boobs smaller. Get right. your blah, blah, blah. Get your, like, guys, be more masculine like this. Well, all we had was sports and TV. Do you, can you imagine life before TV? Like, our brains were simple. Sorry. Our brains were complex, but yeah. we were in simple environments. Right. Now, our environment got increased. There's too much stimuli. There's too much stimuli. All over the place. I couldn't be a kid right now. I couldn't be a kid. I couldn't. And, and like, I worry. Like, there was a moment I was watching it, and uh, I looked at my partner, and I just said, I'm so stressed out. And he's like, why? I'm like... I can't even imagine having a child in this world because the reality is like, of course, this is a very dramatized version of like what happens in high school. Mm-hmm. But I'm just like, I experienced some of this when I was in high school, people doing drugs, sure. uh, a, a sexual assaults, sure. uh, infidelity. Like, of course it was all infidelity. In, yeah. like in relationships, in like parental relationships, oh, yeah, 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 you know, yeah, 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 yeah. and how students, yeah. like kids dealt with it. Like, mm-hmm all those things so i'm like of course i dealt with some of these things but it was such so nuanced it was mm-hmm. very like you know the drugs people were doing around me was the biggest thing was weed mm-hmm. and now it's just like so easy to get weed yeah cocaine so, you got adderall you got you got all the things you got yeah. e you got x you got things laced Molly, with other things yeah. and you know um so it's like th- you're just living in such a different world right now and i'm just mm. like there's so much that as a parent, as a control freak like me, I would not be able to control for my kid. I'm going to advocate for podcasts right now to people who are listening to podcasts. Mm-hmm. You're doing the best thing you can do for your brain. Yeah. Good. Stimulation. This is a mild stimuli mm-hmm. that is just people talking. No visuals. Mm-hmm. No fast hand movements. Nope. You just listen to the sound of someone's voice. Mm-hmm. Present ideas. I heard this on a podcast recently. Mm-hmm. Someone who was being interviewed said... The reason they like podcasts is because people pretty much have to listen to it alone. Yeah. And he said when people are, are alone listening to new ideas, they don't get upset. Yeah. They think about them. Yeah. But when people are in a group. Oh, we got to talk about it. Oh, no. Do we agree? No, that's Do we messed disagree? Up. I can't believe he said that. That's right. outrageous. Like what he was. He was a comedian essentially saying people act offended yeah. when they're around other people. But if yeah. you say it to them privately. They just sit and think with the idea. Yeah, it's like, oh, that's interesting. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, in this world of social media, in the world where, like, there's so many things that influence you, like, it's, I can't even imagine what it's like to be a child or want to raise a child in this, in this arena. So Instagram and their, by default, Facebook, I guess, are talking about doing this, you know, proofing of false imagery. Yeah. Which I, I hope it doesn't go too far because I like the people who do photographic uh imagery of things like putting a shark in someone's like teacup or something like that like give me something fun i don't don't mind that but um oh my god there's baby sharks in teacups like this is the idiocy right that i we shouldn't have to guard against yeah but But, that's where we're at it's unfortunate our brains have got did you watch the ronnie chang stand up i haven't but i i feel like he goes in the first his first 15 minutes are pretty much the gold. Yeah. After that's fine. But yeah. the first 15, he presents the real ideas. First five minutes this is not a spoiler alert. How did gaining access to infinite knowledge make us stupid? More stupid. Yeah. I literally was just about to say, I'm like, I feel like the, having the internet and information at the palm <clears throat> of my hand has made God me even stupid. Yeah. Cause I'm like, I just, just recently had to Google how to spell success. Wow. That's tough. 
I know how one. to spell success. I know, that's a tough one. But it was one of those moments where I'm just like, is this correct? Let me just Google it to make sure. Or like the, we have spell check and autocorrect mm-hmm, to like mm-hmm. tell us like if I swipe in my, because now iPhone has a swipe mm-hmm. texting, mm-hmm. that if I were to do that. I've gotten so lazy. Because I'm so lazy. Ugh. It figures out that I'm really trying to say success, even though my fingers are kind of all over the place because it's reading the sentences before and uh, what they think the next words yeah. are going to be. Well, here's what I think the swipe text is about. Yay to us using less uh, thumb dexterity. Yeah. So I think it, it preserves our like, thumb yeah, a little sure. bit. But also, we're not even precise on the motor skills of tapping buttons anymore. Yeah. We gave up our motor skills for handwriting yeah. just so we could click. And now we're not even clicking. We're just moving our thumb. Yeah. Just, just gliding it across surfaces. Yeah. We're, we're just going to start not using our hands at all. And well, we already do hands free texting, but. Yeah. You I know what just... I'm saying? Facebook is considering taking away likes. So is Instagram, but yeah. companies, you know, in mer- merger with one another. Mm-hmm. So I'm thinking if we got rid of likes and we got rid of viewership uh, and followers, if you took away all of that, mm-hmm. would people still use these platforms? I don't know. I think there's like, I know how gratified I feel when someone likes my picture or something I posted. I'll own it. I know how I feel. No, I know. I think everyone I know does. how I feel when I go through my stories and what I rarely, rarely put on my stories and mm-hmm. I swipe to see who's watched it. Uh-huh. That's the idea, right? Yeah. It's like, oh, someone watched that. Yes. Yeah, but like, that. it's clout. Like, do I have yeah. clout if I don't have these things? Not if I cash. don't know, if I don't know that I'm valued in this way. If I got rid of all of those numbers... And the likes. Would I still do it? Well, this is the other thing. The My understanding of that is that you would still see how many people liked your stuff and who liked your stuff and all yeah. those things. Yeah. But, like, I wouldn't be able to see how many likes yours had. I think you're right. Um, and I agree with that lock, stock, and barrel. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking if I couldn't see it either. Let's I, say you were just shouting into the void. Yeah. You would post something... And then you'd never get an alert from anyone. Yeah. Sounds like my Zanga from uh, 2000. People would stop doing it. Or it would would go to the... It would become... It would definitely become a scrapbook. Yeah. It would just be a scrapbook. It would be like our old Zangas. Yeah. Oh, is that what a Zanga is? Yeah, it's like a blog post. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, But yeah. Okay. Well... Go ahead, Instagram. Do your thing. I'm I'm not mad about it. Um, did you watch the Aaron Hernandez uh, documentary on Netflix? I did Netflix? not. I was watching Ronnie Chang destroy America. Huh? I was watching Ronnie Chang destroy America. Nice. Um, not much to say other than I thought it was interesting. Uh, both his second lawyer and his fiance have come out and talked about how the. <laughs> They felt, especially the lawyer, felt like the documentary was saying that it was because he was gay that he killed himself and not the CTE. Was he gay? There's allegations. There's people who've come forward that said that they've had relations with him. I, male, male identified. Male identified people. Mm-hmm. But it's also like a kid from high school that he was, he played ball with, that he played football with, which I was like, okay, mm-hmm. you know. Okay. I don't think it matters, but like those allegations did come out after the second trial. I will say this. 
uh, we all know of male perceived hetero athletes in professional sports mm-hmm. who are closeted. Mm-hmm. There was a guy that was from the NFL who played for the Patriots that talked about that. That he himself. Oh really? Was yeah he uh, he was gay but he was like super masculine super like was fat because mm-hmm. he's like I as a lineman as a lineman because I mm-hmm. didn't want to show this other side of me. He didn't play for the Bears. No. Okay. Not that I know of. It's a joke. Oh, the bears. That was funny because yeah, yeah. he was a bear. That's yeah, funny. That's a, um, yeah, there you go. But yeah, um, I don't know. It was one of the most interesting documentaries I've seen in a while. And it made me realize, man, football, as much as I love the sport, the professional sport, or no. even just like high school to college. No, no. They said that it was the worst CTE that they've ever seen you, in a person can we define cte for the people um, out there what it's does it uh, can you i'll look it up yeah can you look that up um it's basically a brain injury chronic traumatic encephalopathy yes so essentially your brain is bruised yeah from how much movement it happens in its skull mm-hmm. he and had it, the worst anyone's ever he seen. has the worst he had the worst case anyone has ever seen because once he died they started studying it and the family was cool enough to say yes to that. But I never knew his whole like life story, like about his mom, his dad, his brother, the things that he had gone through that I am like I have like I have sympathy for him. Right. I I sympathize with some of the tough things that he went through uh, does not take away the fact that he bodied people because uh, resp- you have to take responsibility for what is out there. I mean, that's the way they portrayed it shows that like, he probably did those things. Yeah. Um, but I think what I not sympathetic to, I'm like, I'm not signing him out all like all, all I'm not just writing him off Mm -hmm. because even though he did those things and went through some tough times, the CT probably didn't help. With his rage, because essentially, there was a, a two guys that accidentally spilled a drink on him, and he apparently like shot them. That was the second trial. Two guys that he shot to death. So, I don't know. It's just it's just super sad. It's a sad story, and I feel I feel the most sad for his daughter, who has to like live her life knowing that this is what her dad was. That's too bad. Man. Yeah, super sad. Well. But I encourage you to watch it. I think there's other documentaries that are out there um, about Aaron Hernandez, but this one I thought was done well, um, even though there are critiques of us. So I just say, watch it with a grain of salt. Yeah, this poor guy, he really did suffer at the end. I know he caused a lot of pain. Yeah. But uh, people are people, too. Yeah. It's it's tough to not see the humanity in a person. Hurt people hurt people. Hell, cheers. All right, you want to talk about some basketball, though? Um, I would love that. I'd be into that. Let's get into it. All right, folks, it is time for our second segment. It is our dribbling section where we talk about all things basketball, um, specifically NBA basketball. So, merch, where are we starting off at today? You know, there's so many places to start. I think it's worth. You know, a quick highlight, Bucks and Lakers still rule everything. Just east and west, every team out there, you can almost but phone it in. 
it's going to come down to these two. Looking pretty great. And Bucks and Bucks and Lakers. Bucks and Lakers. That's hey, that's where we're headed. I'm not unless, mad about it. Unless somebody else jumps uh, to a new high after the All Star break, that's what it's looking like now. Mm-hmm. Um, but some teams are still trying. Some teams are st- still out there playing their season. Blazers, try. Blazers are trying to get to 500. They have been hanging out south of a 500 win uh, percentage. So they've they've won only less than half of their less games. than half of their games have been yep. wins, and so uh, they won the other night though on sixty one points by one Dame Lillard, Dame Dalla. Dame, what the he's hell? a bad man. He well drains I'm, so many three pointers. I just want to say, nice to show up. Where have you been this whole season? Oh, shots fired I'm from just, deep. I'm am I wrong? No. I you know what he's like, been he's off? been top ten in scoring. Okay, their team just hasn't done well, but they just made a trade. Okay. for Trevor Ariza. Yes, they did from the Kings. So he will come in, and Trevor has been on winning teams his entire career, pretty much most of the time. Yeah. So he's a big defensive stopper, and he can hit some major money shots. Into so it. We'll see if that helps. Uh. You know who else as a point guard is crushing it right now? Who? Kemba Walker of the Boston Celtics. Did Kemba win yesterday? Kemba did win yesterday. Against LeBron James and the Lakers. So that's his first win of his life against LeBron. After 29 appearances against against LeBron. He finally won. Finally got it. Wow. 1 in 28. They asked him, Kemba, you finally got your first LeBron win. He said... It's just one. Um, one in 28. Yep. Because he's lost all 28. <laughs> he's been on the Charlotte Hornets for a long time. <laughs> and rest assured, when LeBron plays Michael Jordan, Charlotte Hornets, he leaves no man unscathed. Yes. I mean, he, he's <laughs> there to let you all know that he is there. Do you remember when LeBron went and took off from the free throw line almost at the Charlotte Hornets arena and Michael Jordan was on the sidelines watching and he did a tomahawk dunk but while he did it he looked at LeBron at uh, Michael Jordan? I did not know that but There's I am video. not even remotely surprised There's by that. There's video. I am not remotely surprised that that is what happened. Ooh, Kimba said I came north and I found freedom. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Too soon? Yes. Too soon. Not soon enough. That's amazing. Um, you know but another point guard in the east is having a bit of a tough time. My favorite my number one maybe Yo. greatest Skills player of all time in the NBA, some say. Kyrie Irving. I heard what he said. W- which thing? Because he said a lot lately. All the things. Okay. What do you? Where do you want to start? I just want to say, sir, sometimes when the problem follows you around, you have to take stock and think, maybe I'm the problem. Because I seem to be the common denominator of all of this. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Alex was like, yeah. Um, where do you, I don't know where to start because I love Kyrie so much and a lot Same. of people have a lot of affection for him. Yeah, I've, I love how smart he is. He's very cerebral. He's very like, he thinks he's so smart that I think it yep, go ahead. over, go ahead. like, it goes over the head for a lot of people. Even us sometimes. I, I think it goes over his head. Duh. No, I, I do. I mean, Kyrie reminds me 
of the the student who takes their first injustice 101 course you know what i'm saying they go through their first pre previously they were just kind of like going through the world watching what we were watching as general consumers then they took their first course and hey you know what the world's actually kind of not what it seems Yep. And now he's just got all this knowledge that he doesn't know what to do with. Yep. So he just like says stuff. Um, so he said recently, about a week ago, they asked Kyrie. He came back to play his first game, and they asked him, "How do you think the Bucks or the uh, Nets looked? You guys, you know, didn't win tonight, but how yeah. did your team look?" He said, um, "Yeah, we definitely need more help. It's very obvious and glaring that we need more pieces to be a championship team, AKA." We well, need we have, to trade some of the guys on this team so because they're some, not good enough. Yeah. Huh. You've missed 26 games this year. Yes, sir. That's probably why you're not championship ready. But your and team, rightfully so. His, like, you needed, to, you needed to miss those 26 games. Right. So like, but his team had a better win record without him. Sir, say it louder for the back. So, I don't know if that's what you should be saying to your team. He said he explained himself and apologized for any misunderstanding of it, but... To his team? Yeah, that's what they said. Great, because it sounds the same either way. Yeah, because either, regardless, you've done this before. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember when he was in Boston and he blamed his teammates? Right. Yeah. Remember... Like... He's not a good leader. No, because you can you can be critical of your team. Yeah, but no one else should know about that. He said even this year at the press conference at the beginning that he wasn't a good leader for the Celtics. He said yeah. he, f- he fell short, and I think his his grandfather's passing was a big deal. Sure. For him emotionally, so he had to you know build himself back up from that. Taking taking nothing away from the guy, he's going through some things, and he's he's talked about that yeah say less you know just say less there like, are yeah we we got we got things that we got to work on they next. asked they asked him about the comments afterwards they said hey Kyrie, you know you said that thing last week where are you at on that now mm-hmm. Kyrie said recently yesterday you know uh when i wasn't playing and I was sitting on the sidelines nursing my injury, people were still talking about me, and I wasn't even doing anything. Yep. So, hey, Martin Luther King had tons of people who got in his grill about all the things he did for injustice, blah, blah, blah. blah. There have been people throughout history who've been martyrs and talked about blah, 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 and people put their names in their mouths. People are going to say whatever the F they want to say is what he said, and so it just is what it is. Sorry, I fell asleep. Mm-hmm. Sir. Uh, he's, Sir. You know. Sir. He, uh, he's not comparing himself to Martin Luther King. Uh, but he's I think, not, I but think, he's trying to keep the same sentiments. Of, okay, let's, let me, let me say one thing. Mm-hmm. And let's make this very clear for our audience members to know this. Yeah. And I'm fairly certain you agree with me when I say this. Martin Luther King was beyond persecuted. He was sought out to be murdered. Okay. Yeah, okay. Kyrie, you're not being persecuted here. People have opinions of you based on the things that you are saying. Oh, wow. And, the, and the, based on the things that you have said and the actions that you have done. Yeah. But I understand what he's saying. I understand what he's saying, but they're not the same thing. They're fruit. Mm. Apples and oranges, but they're still fruit. I don't mind it. 
I, I understand what he's saying only because it's like, hey, we're here on Martin Luther King Day. And I mean, hell, that guy was talked about, too. Everybody throughout history is talked about for one reason or another. Sure. It is always going to be the tale as old as time is what he was saying. Right. But when it, you're in the public eye. But when you're doing it on the Martin Luther King weekend, you know, the let's not forget we are giving accolades to a man, MLK, MLK, who was, you know, investigated and considered a homegrown terrorist in this country based on what he believed in. Yeah, I think he was only saying it because it was MLK Day. I think if we asked him in uh, March, he wouldn't have used that as an example. He probably yeah. would have fixed Still, like women because it's Women's Month or something. Right. I don't know. He's, he's Still not. A, I, just, he's, I, I like, just didn't think it was Here's what I think about taste. Kyrie's uh, adoration thing. Mm-hmm. He looks for heroes in history. He looks for figures. Yeah. And so... He has a Rolodex in his mind of people that represent things to him. and then That are meaningful to him. Absolutely. Yeah, when, so when there's memorials or com- commemorations of different people at different times during the year, I think he draws upon that well mm. of people to say, oh, yeah, just like uh, Aristotle, just like, you know, right. um, Roosevelt or whatever. He's got these people in his mind that represent something for him. He sees himself in other people, and that is why he brings them up. So I think, in a way, he is comparing himself to certain people in that they're in the public eye. Right. If that helps Kyrie get through the day and his job, I don't have a problem with it, but I do think... I think he's so smart, and he needs... I wonder what his Myers-Briggs is because if he's like me who has a T, so the Myers-Briggs is a personality test people can take online. It's, yeah. You can go to 16personalities.com. What's yours? ENTP. Mm. So there's four letters you're assigned and there's 16 different letter combinations. Based on your letter combination, it gives you different characteristics and traits that you exude when you're in love and when in relationships, with friendships, with professional life, with personal life, all these sorts of things. A personality test that gives you a little bit of a signpost pointing you in the direction of what your natural state and tendencies are. If Kyrie is anything like me and the extrovert thinker, that's the E and the T, the P. I think he's an introvert. I do think so, too. I think he's an I, introvert. I think he's an N, mm-hmm. intuiting. Mm-hmm. I think he's a... I don't know if he's a T or an F. I think he's a T. Yeah, I think he's a T. I-N-T. That's got to be a P. Yeah. Don't you think? He's a little yeah. scattered. He's a little yeah. scattered. Yeah. He's very intellectual, but a little scattered. Yep. And not but. He's a little intellectual and scattered. That can be great for creativity. So I think Kyrie uh, has this brain that, like me, appreciates competence. Yeah. Like the the highest part, we did that activity together one yeah. time in a group, a large group. And they asked the question of the T's and the F's, the thinkers and the feelers. Right. What is the highest compliment you can receive? Right. And the F's said, if someone tells us we're kind. Hmm. The T said, if someone tells us we're competent. Yeah. Those are the, those are the things. Is it weird that I'm like in the middle of that? 
No, I think it's, it means you got you're neutral. You're somewhere in the middle of both yeah. of those. Interesting. Yeah, I just again he just tends to be the problem in his own. Yeah. He's he's he gets in his own way. So I look at those things and I'm. It's you. You have to. You have to at some point as as intelligent and as self reflective as you are. I need you to self reflect harder. He's he did one year at Duke. Mm hmm. You know. You think that got to him? I don't know how. No, I don't know what it did for him. I don't know if he needed more years or less years. Mm. Kobe didn't do any schooling in college. I think he's pretty sharp. Neither did LeBron. Well, neither did KD. Or I mean, yeah. not KD. Not KD. KG. <laughs> KG. He was. He's a maniac. Um, everybody's different. I just, Everyone is wired in different ways. Right. So Wrigley, relax, buddy. Dude, chill. So anyway, that's what Kyrie's up to, and I do, I hope the Nets have a good season. We were all excited that yeah, the Nets got same. here, that they got Kyrie and KD. Do you think KD will be? You add KD to this mix with Kyrie and the current pieces they have. Take the Nets for what they are now: Spencer Dinwiddie, these role players, and Kyrie. Yeah. You add KD to that. DeAndre Jordan's playing like a beast. Yeah, no, also. I mean everyone's. Everyone step again. Their right. record was better when Kyrie wasn't on the court. So right. Just Kyrie's not a leader. Yeah. I'm gonna go as far as to say Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett. Jesus. <laughs> Kevin Durant is also not a leader. Nope. Do they become a championship contender team? Nope. You don't think with KD's talent and Kyrie's skills and the rest of that role play, Spencer Dinwiddie's no slouch. Right. You don't think that they can challenge the Bucks in the East? Nope. Ooh, I wouldn't go that far. I wouldn't There's go that far. There's one thing about talent. Okay. And hard work. Like, mm-hmm. talent with talent, there's so many talented people out there. But if you don't have the work ethic, mm-hmm. you, you, you're trash. There's another factor in there that is needed, mm-hmm. is teamwork. Okay. And the ability to not have an ego. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I don't think KD and Kyrie can do that. You calling them sensitive? Yes, I say it to their face, and I and I love both of them as players, as people. KD can suck it. <laughs> Kyrie, I just want you to Wait, as people as people. KD can suck it. Oh no, <laughs> poor KD. I KD, I still love you. Nah, I doesn't. And if he goes to the podcast, I'll tell him like, "Yo, why are you so mad sensitive that you have to like troll a fifteen year old?" Yo, I really feel for. Okay, so. As as we were just talking about this on the last segment, yeah. As now seeing that people are so wait no, we were talking off mic. About it was this. off mic. We were talking so off mic about, the, about way, yeah. the way social media and people is just the new norm where people just get talked yeah. about in spheres. I think there's some people who are not built for that. Yeah, and I don't think anyone really deserves that kind of um, what there is. There's I was listening to Ronan Farrow talk about this on another podcast, yeah. the reporter for the New York. Well, he does independent reporting. He has a podcast now, too. But Ronan Farrow was saying he's also the one who broke the Harvey Weinstein case. Yeah. If you're listening, Huge, you're like, yeah. how do I know that name? He broke that Harvey Weinstein story. He was saying that as a journalist, when you see something come out investigative reporter wise, where it you know puts somebody out there on Front Street. Yeah. You know, here's Harvey Weinstein. Here's what he did. Right. He said, as an investigative reporter, we always reach out to the people who are accused and we give them the information we've been given. Right. We say, here's what has been said. 
about you what how would you like to respond if at all right and so he said there's never a story that comes out that people don't know is about to happen so uh they might deny it in public but they already knew it was coming and it is what it is uh he also said this cancel culture thing is really great when it targets actual criminals who are intentionally harming people yeah but when it's used to degrade and destroy people who have just put their foot in their mouth and apologized, he said it's an incredibly stupid thing. Yeah, so I agree. I think where we're headed, I think with with KD and Kyrie and the community of people who get bashed on, on social media, before we had Reddit and Facebook and Twitter and people could just publicly shame people yeah you used to have to go through a gatekeeper that used to be the vanguard of journalism yeah you had to vet oh i don't like this person or my landlord or whatever so here's what they did here's my water and an investigative reporter would ask you critical ronan farrow said this he goes when i would do a piece on somebody like a harvey weinstein i'd have to meet with the people who are accusing him of things and i would let them know you know to make this story have legs I need it to be airtight, bulletproof. Yeah. So I'm going to have to ask you questions. That are that going to make you feel uncomfortable. Really, he said there's people who would just openly cry during his, his questions because they had to relive things. And they yeah. almost regretted even doing the interview with him. Right. He goes, that's not pleasant. Yeah. It's not fun. But for KD and Kyrie, they get that stuff just thrown at them for all public celebrities. Right. Like, I think you just have to. You've got to have a thick, thick, thick skin. Yeah. That's that stuff's gotta hurt. I think KD is sensitive because he's definitely an F. He feels he's an I. Mm-hmm. Introvert, feeler, sensing, I S F P DP. You might be right. ISFP. I'm a little shaky on the P. Um and I don't wanna like you know, put a nail on Katie's coffin. Like you're never going to change. Like, yeah, he trolled a 15 year old. Like that's stupid. Could you should have done better, but he like continues to not take things well. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm just like, Oh, you're like annoying. Like to me, it's just, you're annoying. Do you remember those guys on the basketball court who were in their mid to late twenties and they'd be playing a basketball game with a teenager mm-hmm. and they'd go, they bug out on the teenager right it's like pick on someone your own size right i remember playing those guys when i was a teenager right in high school and they'd be these cats who play for like five hours a day or something right or less and they would just any call they would argue they get upset they played every game like it mattered to their integrity and i was a 15 year old who was like dude i'm just out here trying to get some buckets in, you know. I'm, yeah, just, I'm just trying. To, I'm just trying to increase my skill level and like have yeah. fun, you know. KD is a born hooper. He's that dude. He's that dude who hangs out at the park. They right. asked him, "What would you be doing if you weren't an NBA basketball player?" He said, right. "I'd probably be working in the Civic Center back at my hometown in DC." Right. And I'd play basketball all the time. Yeah. It's like he. KD honestly just wants to play basketball. Right, and I want that for him. I, so I'm hoping that his recovery is going as well as it can be. But I also, there's like, especially when you're like pushed in this limelight mm-hmm. where everybody has an opinion of you. It sucks. You, it sucks. Like, and I get that. Like, we are people who have opinions on 
how the games are going, how people are playing, mm-hmm. how what they're doing on and off the court. Mm. We are we are I guess part of the problem, right? But you should also be able to be like that is a person's opinion of me. Oh well. Or that is a person's opinion of me. What am I going to do to help combat that? Am I going to address it or am I not going to? I mean, I'm all about taking the Beyonce route. Don't address it, make money out of it. Does she do that? Um, the whole incident in the elevator with Solange kicking um, Jay Z because of oh, his lemonade uh, because of his lemonade yeah because of his alleged thing. She's like, of course, sometimes shit go down on when there's a billion dollars on the elevator. Ooh, billion! Do- she said billion dollars on think, the elevator. I think it was a billion. That's funny. But I I just come back to like yeah I can you can assume what that Jay did something you can assume the Solange saw something or did something or whatever at the end of the day it don't it don't matter because i'm gonna i'm gonna make money equity you know equity yeah just like pay me an equity oh equity got yeah, it pay like, me an it's equity. like equity or equality got it okay well so Kyrie and KD next year uh finals against the bucks in eastern conference finals that's what i'm calling right there but Kyrie, in in the meantime, dude, I I just want you to just, just don't better. let him get to you. It's okay, man. Just do your thing. You're doing the best job you can for your team, and um, it'll all work out in the end. You'll be a Hall of Famer. People will appreciate you. Um, right. Let's see. What do we got here? We got All-Star Voting Update. Who's the number one vote-getter in All-Star Voting right now? I don't know. It's LeBron James again. I'm so shocked. I'm so happy. I feel like LeBron was ducking it there for a while behind Giannis and uh, Luca. Yeah. And now the king is back on top. All things are right in the world. And, and we'll see where that goes. So it might be a Team LeBron year again. Let's see. What else is happening? Huh? We have top selling jerseys. Do you know who's the top-selling jersey in the NBA right now? Luca. No. LeBron. LeBron. So this is the LeBron cast? Oh, wait, that's always the cast. I just wanted to update everyone <laughs> that... Uh, and LeBron's birthday was also every day since December 31st. So <laughs> I just want to make it known that the king is still in power. Royalty may have shifted across the Atlantic, across, but across. it's still the same over here. <laughs> so in case you forgot. Um, but also the Lakers in general are leading in jersey sales this year. So him, AD, and any of the other Lakers combined, yeah, they have the team with the hottest selling jerseys right now. It's a classic jersey. I don't have a Lakers jersey, and I'm okay with that. It's a classic jersey that... It's worth noting they switched back to the classic mm-hmm. form. I yeah. appreciate that so much. Same. I it think looks, it, it looks better that it's way. It's very nostalgic. They might also be the number one selling jersey. Again, he might have the number one selling and the Lakers next year also because do you remember what LeBron promised AD on the yeah, summer? Yeah, that, that he would switch out his number so he could be 23. Yeah. So next year, LeBron and AD are both in the top 10 in jersey sales this year, but next year... AD will be number 23, and LeBron will be number 6. We'll see if that happens. I don't think that needs to happen. I think everyone should just stay in their place. I think we're fine. I think y'all just are being nostalgic over a number for no reason. Yeah, Let's I, just stay in your I home. think it's bigger than the number now. Yes, guys. Let's, Let's just keep it. Let's keep it cool. It's chill. 
<laughs> it's like he, end of the season, LeBron's like, "Yeah, we won the championship, AD. Yeah, we won." And AD's like, "Yeah." So about that number thing, <laughs> I would punch it. I, I would be punched. I would Nobody's punch gonna do that. Um, okay, for a sad story. Ugh. Yeah, I know. I don't. This is um, this is like really sad. This is a sad one, but I think it's worth noting because there's a brother in need, one of the fraternity of the NBA. Yeah, who's uh, not doing well, and there's a community of people reaching out uh, from the league, his other brothers, mm-hmm. to try and offer their support. So Delonte West, former NBA player, now 36, played for the Cavaliers, the Mavericks, the Celtics. Uh, Maybe a, a, another team or two. They're the only three that I can remember. Okay. But he... Um, Magic, I think. Really? Maybe the Magic yeah. Orlando. I'm not sure. But he um, was seen on a highway. Do you remember what city that was in? Is it Dallas? Dallas. Dallas. He was in Dallas on the highway. And he was seen shirtless. Oh, hand- you're talking about this most recent one. That oh, was yeah. in Maryland, I believe. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was in Maryland. Yeah, he was seen being kicked and beaten by another man on the freeway. And just kind of left there, and yeah, you know, people found him and reported. He looks it. very um, skinny and sick. Yeah, he looks very skinny. And I'm late to this story, but I guess for the last year or more, people have been reporting on his health. Mm-hmm. It has not been good. Yeah, there was allegedly there's a video of him in Dallas in the highway, like just dancing, like in like yeah. an underpass of like the highway. Yeah. Um, it's it's sad. Uh, Delonte West is uh, infamously known for allegedly uh, sleeping with LeBron's um, mother, mm-hmm. and allegedly that was the reason why he left the Cleveland. Cavaliers yeah. to go to Miami. I don't. I mean, whatever. Like that's that's neither here nor there. Who There's knows? this person who clearly is in need of something. Uh, the NBA Players Associations, uh, the National Basketball Players Association, helped facilitate Delonte West's residence change from Dallas to Maryland in recent years and extensively supported him financially. Yeah. Um, but da- And Danny Ainge and the Celtics have given him a scouting job to scout games in D.C. and the East Coast area. Um, I believe that was something that was given to him, but I just don't think things have been working out for him. There was an allegation or there was a report that he was uh, diagnosed with bipolar disorder, Mm -hmm. but he felt like he was misdiagnosed, which potentially means he didn't do anything to potentially help combat the potential um, disease that he, a disorder that he has. Um, It's just super sad to see um a player who was promising and had like not necessarily like the most f- illustrious career as career is concerned but even after his career that he was given the opportunity to scout and do other things in mm-hmm. the NBA um that's just super sad yeah so i'm hoping and uh putting out good vibes for delante to that he gets back on his feet and that he's okay physically, mentally, spiritually. Yeah. And that his uh, his family in the NBA will take care of him uh, to help that process happen sooner. And anyone out there that is saying anything terrible about this man, um, I just need you to look yourself in the mirror and just stop. Mm-hmm. Like, kicking someone while they're down is a terrible 
thing to do and you are it's low hanging fruit and you're better than that don't be a dick yeah because i've seen some comments and i'm like yo people are foul and like y'all need to stop there's there's a man that's hurting and that we should be showing and caring and thinking of him fondly and and hoping for the best for him than putting him down um because i'm sure there's a lot of reasons why he's in the place that he is but that's not for us to like analyze at this point we just need to make sure he's good yeah i just came across a picture of a kid at a gym having him sign a basketball he's wearing a suit Mm -hmm. and a a shirt this obviously taken some years ago Mm -hmm. he's got his hand in a uh, brace Mm because it looks like he's injured so he's wearing a suit and then this kid's having him sign this basketball it's like oh man like that's some kid's hero yeah it's sad yeah wishing him well well, on that note, let's talk about something better, more uplifting. Yeah, um, I got I got something in my pocket. Okay, good. Let's talk about dope people. Let's talk about them. All right, folks, it is our third and final segment of the cast where we talk about a dope person or people that we'd like to highlight and give their flowers while they're still around or not around. I don't know. Yeah, sure. Usually. This week, I, yeah. You decided to choose They're some, still around. They're still around. Good to know. Because yeah. um, I thought you were going to pick MLK, and I'm like, that's a good dope person to that's have. That's a good one, but, you know, he's had his day, literally. <laughs> literally. And we should uh, embody MLK in every aspect of our life. But, sir, why don't you go first? Tell us who your dope person is. My dope people this week. People! Are Kathy Engelbert. Okay. And Nika Aguamike. Aguamike. Okay. Kathy is the commissioner of the WNBA. Okay. And Nikki Inika uh-huh. Inika is the um, president of the Players Association for the WNBA. Okay, okay. I think I know where you're going with this. I think I know where you're going with this. I would like to give a round, a rousing round of applause, I guess. Congratulations. At least hopeful thoughts. To the proposed collective bargaining agreement that will be voted on by the com- the governors, the board of governors for the WNBA. There is a groundbreaking <laughs> collective bargaining agreement that will get the women of the WNBA paid dollars they have never seen before. It's still significantly lower than the boys. No one's saying it's not, but in but terms of forward thinking, forward thinking, and, moving, and and also with how much the WNBA brings in. Yes. It, it is comparable. It is a 50% increase in Huge. salaries with the star players earning as much as $500,000 a year. Mm-hmm. Half a million. Granted, there's more players in the NBA making millions. We've never seen a WNBA player make nope. a half a million. A lot of them have other jobs. Other jo- For sure. And some of them go play overseas <laughs> during yeah, the offseason. Because it's... Better for them to make money. Right. And so now this will give them an opportunity to even uh, have the option of staying back home, staying in the United States when they have off-season stuff. Plus, they're putting more money towards player promotion and Mm -hmm. league promotion during the off-season. So millions of dollars are going toward that. There is still... They're going to put a $5,000 bonus stipend toward uh, players during maternity leave. Yeah. And full salary during maternity leave that's amazing full salary that's amazing what giving life to a human being yeah we'll pay you full salary 
Go ahead. That's great. It's freaking amazing. It's about um, dang time. Yeah. So, I mean, the WMA, let's see. Is there anything else in here related to going through, going through, going through, CBA, enhanced standards, players, just more money, the league, yes. Oh, uh, family planning benefits offer up to 60000 in reimbursement for costs related to adoption, surrogacy, fertility treatments, including egg freezing. That's amazing. What? That is so amazing. I've been thinking about freezing my eggs. I know people who frozen their eggs. Yeah. I don't know if I want to take all those shots. You got to take shots? Mm-hmm. It's not like they go in and just take your eggs and freeze them. <laughs> like, you have to, like, ovulate. Uh-huh. It's like a thing. What does the it. shot do? Uh, it's like hormones. It, like, helps make it happen. Like, times uh, it so you're able to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I take someone who froze her eggs. That's nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Got to do what you got to do by the time you got it. Yeah. Isn't technology amazing? I've I've been not having babies since I was nine. So, you know, mm-hmm. I think my egg 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 amount is slowly going down. So many eggs. <laughs> so many eggs. Jeez. Well, uh, congratulations anyway, to <laughs> the ladies, uh, the commissioner and the president uh, of the league for putting this together for the players. I, I know. hope that it gets voted on. I believe it will be passed. Yeah, people were like, yeah, it's about time. And... I just want to give a kudos to basketball as a professional sport because compared to all the other sports, we crush. Absolutely. Soccer's great. Soccer is pretty great. Still could pay the girls more. Just saying. True with all things. True with all things. Let's get there. Society, let's get there, please. (laughs) Especially when the girls are doing significantly better than the boys. Just saying. Um, So my dope person this week Mm -hmm. is Katie Sowers. Um, She is 33 years old. Okay. She uh, is, the reason why I'm picking her is because she is currently the offensive assistant coach for the San Francisco 49ers. Okay. She, keep on saying she because she is a female identifying person. Okay. And she is the first coach to ever, female coach to ever coach in... NFL history, which is super cool. What happened? She's the first coach ever. She's an assistant coach. She's an assistant coach. So she's the first ever female coach of any level, period. Yep. That's great. Yeah. Um, So she is, and she's making even bigger history now because the 49ers made it all the way to the Super Bowl. So they're going to be playing in the Super Bowls um, against the Chiefs, the Kansas City Chiefs. Mm -hmm. Um, And she will now be the first female and openly gay oh, what? female coach. Mm-hmm. So first female and openly gay coach to ever coach in an NFL Super Bowl. I'm trying to think of the gravity of that. It's okay. Hu- it's it's huge. It's big. It's I'm, for yeah. a masculine. I mean, we talked about the sport earlier. Mm-hmm. Violent sport. Like, mm-hmm. wow, that, that's pretty wild. To give you a little bit of her credentials, uh, she was born in Heston, Kansas. Uh, she started playing American football at the age of eight. Uh, for her post-secondary education, she attended Heston College and Goshen College in, uh, in the 2000s before resuming her studies at the University of Central Missouri um, in 2010, the 2010s, and Central Missouri uh, Sowers graduated kinesiology and a master's in the master's degree. Yeah, you did. Go, Missouri. Um, and then while comp- uh, completing her studies um, at Goshen, uh, she began her American football career playing for the West Michigan Mayhem and the Kansas City Titans in the Women's Football Alliance. Go, Casey. Which I had no idea existed. <laughs> that oh, there yeah. was a women's football 
leak. Oh. Um, I want to play in that, but okay. Hmm. R- disregard. Um, but yeah, so she was part of the Women's National American Football Team, the IFFA, IFAF uh, Women's World Championship. Uh, she continued to play until she retired due to a hip injury. Uh, and that's when um, she interned. Uh, she was a she was a wide receiver intern, uh, receivers intern at the Atlanta Falcons in the summer of 2016. So she was working in their training camp in 2016, and then San Francisco 49ers were like in June 2017, we're like, hey, mm-hmm. you should uh, you should be our assistant coach for um, you know seasonal off off uh, official assistant until her promotion for offensive assistant in 2018. I'm sure that she thought, wait, you're offering me a job to move from Atlanta to San Francisco as a lesbian? There's a huge LGBTQ scene in Atlanta. Bigger than San Francisco? It's comparable. Is it? Okay. I mean, it's bigger in San Francisco, but like, yeah, it, it, it is big. I don't big doubt that it it's, has it's one definitely in Atlanta, there. but I would think. Yeah, but yeah, Francisco. so she was interning for them. Um... She was an intern scout until she moved to San Francisco in 2017 um, and where she resumed working as a seasonal offensive assistant until she got promoted to office uh, official uh, offensive assistant in 2019. So okay. I'm super excited for her to see a woman do that is kind of cool. Um, I'm excited to see her on the sidelines doing doing things as an assistant coach for the offense. That's awesome. Yeah. Crush. I'm into it. Trust Wait. me. I'm into it. You got some good ladies we picked today i mean i'm not mad about it i am not mad about it all right folks thank you for listening to our cast it was nice short and sweet we hope that uh you enjoyed it as much as we enjoyed being here with y'all um as always follow us on all of our social media platforms dablin dribbling our podcast uh, is wherever you listen to podcasts literally everywhere so check it out listen to us subscribe hit us in the dms we would love to hear from you before we end, Merch, do you have anything for the good of the order? Any last wise words? The time is always right to do what is right. One Martin Luther King Jr. You know what? Say less. That was awesome. So folks, be dope and we'll catch you later. See ya.